Oh, Jesus. That was good. <laughs> All over the place. So, welcome back to the Junk and Air podcast, where we love our beer like we love our... Um, 2020? That's not the case. That's definitely not the case. Uh, our media. Our, our media, we'll say. My name is Carl, and with me is the shipper, the co-host of the show. The shipper. <laughs> what was... You're getting terrible at those. Yeah. I, my new no, goal is to get worse and worse each week. <laughs> I, I at some point, he's I'm just going to be like, I'm here by myself. I'll be like, well, no, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Carl, and shipper cannot make it this week. <laughs> but I'm right here. <laughs> oh, how are you doing? Good. I know people have been saying they enjoy the small talk, but this entire episode is the going to be us <laughs> just talking about media. So uh, let's jump right into the beer, shall we? We shall. Oh, uh, well, first minute of the show. Get your questions in. Two weeks away from the debate, yep. get your questions in. Yep. Uh, how many? We've had about seven people email in? Six. Six people? Yep. About seven. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> but sure. With a total of... Close like, to just like hand grenades and top weapons. So six people. Well, we've probably gotten 12 questions from those 16, though. Or 16. 16? I'm just talking now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say there's a couple that are one question, so no. Mm. But there's a couple that are like three or four questions. So maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> but they won't be out. all the... I'm not going to ask all the questions. Oh. Well, that's I got to throw some of my own in. No, I'm going to throw my own in there, too. That's what the viewers want to hear. Nope, I'm going to get the good ones. Well, email in the questions. And then we'll go over the other questions afterwards <laughs> and we'll do it and just i can answer them <laughs> um yeah get your questions in the drunken air podcast gmail.com we'll go from there yep so the beer this week was recommended by my buddy dan friend of the channel longtime listener first time caller mm-hmm. except it's not i think he's recommended a different beer too but he's, this is recommended beer this is the Great Lakes Brewing Company Christmas Ale. I, I shouldn't have drank that. I drank pineapple seltzer immediately before this, and now like my palate is yeah, pineapple. Yeah, messed up. I had coffee before it, so yeah. that doesn't help either. Pineapple coffee. Pineapple coffee, because that's a thing. In Hawaii. I've had Kona coffee. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's delicious is what yeah, it is. Yeah. Kona coffee is absolutely good. Cool. Great Lakes Brewing, Christmas Ale. Mm. I mean, it's not bad. I love it. This, like, the biggest thing that I've learned from this year doing this podcast with the beer Mm -hmm. is, like, I thought I hated all special edition style beers, like your Halloween beers, your Christmas beers. I thought I hated all of them. It turns out I just hate Halloween beer. And I never just hate pumpkin beer. I, but I never gave Christmas beer a chance because I hated pumpkin beer so much. <laughs> and now, what, every week that we've had a Christmas beer, I'm like, this is this is awesome. <laughs> well, I think a lot of Christmas beers are, uh, there's a lot of spices in there, which give it a little more oomph. And they're like a darker ale. Yeah. You taste the spice, but it's smooth. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. But also, you don't like uh, pumpkin anything things disgusting so you're not gonna like a pumpkin beer (laughs) i mean i just kind of assumed all holiday beers were pumpkin halloween quality (laughs) and i hate it (laughs) 
But Christmas beer, this is my new, this is my new jam, we'll say. Uh, no, it's good. I, I appreciate this one. Yeah, I love this beer. What are you golfing in the wintertime in the Great Lakes? Oh yeah, in with the, this yeah in the Great Lakes. <laughs> where are you golfing in the wintertime? You're gonna be icicle. Um, I'm gonna say I can drink this. In the summer, this will be a little less of an easy go down. Yeah, so it'll be a little I'm, heavy in the summertime. I'm going to say about eight holes <coughs> I could drink it for. I'm not going to drink it fast, so I'm going to say it'll... Hold on, what's the ABV? Mm. It's not on the bottle. I mean it's not on the bottle? It's an ale with spices and honey. Spices and honey. I don't get the honey. Oh, it's up at the top. Seven and a half. Okay. So I'll drink it a little slower for those, what did I say, eight holes? Yep. And I'm going to say 12. Before it goes to your game Before goes. I absolutely fall apart because I will be drinking it slower, even though it is a seven and a half beer. It's, yeah. it's not a heavy beer. I mean, it's a light amber color. Yeah, no, I can crush this. But I think it's, it's just, the, the spices that kind of yeah, the, the flavor it palette. Right It'd be a little weird for the summer for golfing, but... Yeah. The flavor, like for winter, this I could drink this all winter long. Um, so yeah, ten holes is the average. Yeah, not a hot summer day. Drink it for eight, and then twelve holes. If I kept drinking it, it would be twelve holes until my game fell apart. Ten hole average. Also, would like to thank our podcast friend Katie for going back to all of our episodes <laughs> and giving us the beer ratings that Carl had given it. Mm-hmm. For every since beginning of our pod, that was a, a was big a, effort, an absolutely crazy, batshit crazy thing to do. But we appreciate that you did it. Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much. I texted her when she did it, and I was like, "You got way too much time on your hands." Yeah. <laughs> but oh, so oh, where do we even go from here? Uh, Mando. Mandalorian. Season finale. Season 2 finale. Season 2, episode 8. Chapter 16. The Rescue. The Rescue. Who's being rescued by who, Carl? Yep. It's, it's a swerve. It's a swerve. It's it's a, a, it is a curveball, as they would say. Yes. And uh, it's a well-done curveball, I would say. Mm-hmm. This Good episode. episode. I have my reservations about it, but... It's a good good episode. The first thing that I want to bring up is the soundtrack to this episode. Specifically when the dark troopers are coming back onto the ship and mm-hmm. it's like a techno remix of like a Star Wars evil sounding song. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Like I I love the soundtrack. The only thing I'm getting tired of sound-wise is Mando's personal entrance soundtrack every time he shows up it's like an old western like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like every time you see mando walk in in any scene i I don't know if i brought it up last week because i noticed it last week Mm. but he always has a personal play track every time he walks in and i just imagine he carries a little recorder around and (laughs) just plays it as he walks into the room like the yeah (laughs) and then i get it the show was literally written to be like a western feel but now we've just hit it 
on the head way too many times and it's old. Mm-hmm. Move on. Um, two things that this episode did real well in the very beginning of it established the Dark Troopers to be one hell of a threat. Mm-hmm. Like, the, a single one of them beats the shit out of Mando for yep. five straight minutes before he uses the uh, Beskar spear to finally defeat it. Which, did he have that to begin that fight? I had to watch yeah. that fight a few times. I was like, where did he get the spear from? But I guess he, he dropped it. It's almost like he keeps forgetting about it because there are right. several times where he could have used it and yeah. he didn't. And then... There's also, um, the entire episode is just like, quote-unquote, well-placed weapons. Yeah. Because yeah. there's the Vespar spear and he wouldn't have gotten, be able to pick that up except that the, the Dark Trooper threw him on top of it. Yeah. And then at the end, after... Um, uh, Moff Gideon gets captured. He gets pushed by Cara Dune onto on, the ground on top, on top of, of a dark, blaster. Yeah. yeah, none of if people would stop pushing people towards weapons, none of this episode yeah. would have happened the way it happened. Just like knock them out so they fall down. Like don't yeah. throw them. And that's kind of a trope as far as the bad guy throwing the good guy. Yeah. And the weapon kind of gets there. It's a spin on the trope for the good guy to throw the bad guy, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, second thing, while Mando was trying to get the child and the rest of the team was storming the bridge mm-hmm. and they were just beating the shit out of everybody, they're going through, they're killing it, they're killing it. About 75% of their way of taking the bridge I thought, like, holy shit, they just established a team of four women to be absolute badasses. And, yeah. like, you don't see that done well. like Almost never, too. Yeah. Endgame tried it, and it was so ham-fisted and corny, yeah. I hated it. I'm all about women empowerment. However, that scene in Endgame, it's like, great, you, good, you threw yeah. this in there. Yeah, it was a homage, I use those terms, air quotes. Yeah. Uh, to the woke movement but this showed it wasn't about the woke movement it was about these are powerful warriors who happen to be women yeah and they're good at what they do regardless of and it happened organically yes it wasn't just ham-fisted in there everybody had their role Boba Fett wasn't there because he was the distraction because he's the only one that can fly slave one made perfect sense yep and he left and then he because that was his job yep and then Mando went for the child because that's his number one goal. It makes yep. sense. That leaves your team of four women, and they're just absolute badasses. Yep. Um, to be the fair, to people who didn't watch the episode four, I'm going to be Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. uh, Sasha Dune, Banks' character, Sasha Banks' character, and the half robot, robot bounty, bounty hunter woman from whatever last she season. She has a name. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But yeah, that, those are the four women we're talking about. And, and they're... Badasses are all right. That's the point of them. It, Sasha Banks beats up Boba Fett yeah. earlier in the episode. We should bring that up. <laughs> just a random, like, it was like WWE style. It very, she it, was like, it's called running Tornado off walls. DDT. <laughs> <Yeah. That's, laughs> she did a jetpack assisted Tornado DDT. Yeah. <laughs> they say that Boba Fett is not a, a real Mandalorian. He's like, no shit, my father was. Mm-hmm. And then Bo-Katan's like, I'd recognize that voice. Well, obviously, he's a clone. She was in the Clone Wars. That was a great line by her, though, where she's like, I've heard your voice a thousand times before. That's a good line. Like, just like, oh. Yep. I know what's interesting is, like, so there's a different... I've seen articles about it, but it was, like, talks about, like, the voice that Boba Fett has in this 
show is different than the voice he had. Well, obviously, um, Jango Fett because he played Jango Fett in the tr- original and Captain prequel. Rex in the in the Clone Wars, right? <laughs> but he changed the voice. But the reason why his voice is different in this one is because it needed to be the same as the clone troopers from uh, the show, right? So people have brought up like oh why is his voice different it's, well because he's a clone and they want to make sure that people understand the connection between Boba Fett being mm-hmm. a clone but also being the same as the clone troopers from the show so it was a nice and you get you, you almost don't get it when you see him without a helmet but when he's wearing the helmet mm-hmm. it's very much like if you see watch the clone trooper show you can hear the voices are similar like the same right. with maybe a little inflection differences just because time and age but yeah I mean this man survived a Sarlacc pit too so his voice should be a little yeah. rougher to you know what I would least. love to see is if Rex showed up in the show that'd be incredible and have a Rex Boba standoff yes because <laughs> just so Rex is Captain Rex is one of the the clone troopers that didn't get turned during um, Order 66 and we talked about it before um, Ahsoka actually saves him and, but he, he is in other Star Wars property since the Clone Wars. You'll see him like pop up as Old Man Rex. So I think it would be funny to see that. Yeah. I'd be all about it. Yeah. have this ta- Old Man Boba versus Old Man Rex. Yes. We'll throw Old Man Logan in there for good measure. <laughs> it's the wrong property, but yes. Yeah, let's go all about it. No, no. It's, it's the right property. <laughs> Disney owns all of it. They That's can true. Do it. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> Cut, flash cut to Thanos holding the reality <laughs> stone on the moon. No, on the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Luke Skywalker. It's, it, there appears to be a small man standing on that moon. Han Solo. That's no moon, kid. Or small man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very large man. It's a titan. Not even a man. Purple titan. And then, boom. Reality stone. Suddenly, X-Men versus Star Wars. <laughs> Oh, Disney. Like, you gotta start paying us for these pitches. <laughs> we're two week we're two for two weeks. Yeah. This is on bad pitches but good <laughs> Good radio. Good radio. Bad pitch, good radio. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh Except Disney definitely did not do Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's true too. That's just Paul Anderson being like, Hey, let me do this. And someone's like, Yeah, sure. That came out last week. We have yet to see it. This week. No, it came out last week. came out last Friday. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, good on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Good for I've it. heard nothing about it since. <clears throat> oh. Oh. Anyway, back to Mandalorian. Well, actually, no. I don't think there's anything left to discuss about this episode of Mandalorian. No, except the Star <laughs> Except the Skywalker <laughs> connection? Yeah. Except for... Oh, wait. Everything. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Mando ejects all of the clone tr- or not clone, the clone troopers, troopers. The, the dark troopers yep. into space and you're like wow that was anticlimactic yeah I, I thought the same, same thing too because he, he he spent all this time battling the first one and then shoves mm-hmm. the spear through its neck cool do that about 30 more times because that's about how many people how many dark troopers there are right hanging out then he ejects them into space I'm yep. like well that was anticlimactic yep. and then he goes into the the prison cell where uh, Grogu is being held and by Moff Gideon it's Moff Gideon holding a sword to his throat I'm like oh that's why that was anticlimactic yeah. what I say just so I'm just I'm oh. clarified the dark saber oh, right um, you said a sword I'm saying it's oh. a dark saber I was like, that's why that was anticlimactic because they're going to build to this battle yep and then Mando disarms him in two minutes <laughs> and I'm like okay 
I don't know where this is going. <laughs> the only one thing about that is like they mentioned it before about oh you know the only thing it, the dark saber is the, the greatest weapon there is, and it cuts through anything except for pure except for beskar beskar armor or a beskar spear or a beskar yeah like only <laughs> beskar is the only thing that can deflect it. Mm. I mean, okay. The, it seems ham-fisted. I mean, Beskar also deflected a lightsaber earlier in this season, so... Yeah. Beskar's unstoppable. Yeah, at this point, it's like... Could the Darksaber well cut just, through a lightsaber? Well, no, because they're both energy. That's the idea. Is like, mm. they're, they're... The lightsabers are all the same. And again, the Darksaber's different because it was created by the one and only Mandalorian, or the, the first Mandalorian Jedi, but... I don't know. It's there's something just it's just off. I don't know. It's it, it's overpowered. So is Beskar. Mm-hmm. It n- neither need to be as powerful. as I they mean, are. I, I would argue that Beskar is too overpowered. Yeah, At it shouldn't point. block the, everything. The dark saber. I, I get it. If you want to make that like the BFG mm-hmm. from Doom. Yep. But like, come on with the Beskar. The I said the same thing when it stopped Ahsoka's lightsabers this season. It's like yeah. It, What's the, the point, Beskar? Like, what? What? Yeah. What's the <laughs> point now? He He's invincible, essentially. Yeah. You, and I get it. We've seen him blaster rounds bounce off of him. With the That dark trooper was literally... <coughs> it was punching him in the face. Pounding his head into the wall. Yep. Uh, which broke the wall, but not the, the helmet of his Beskar. And it didn't... There was no bleeding when Mando... It, spoiler alert. He takes his... Helmet off so yeah. that Grogu can see his face finally. Yeah, he doesn't have a broken nose. Nope. He's not even like breaking a sweat. I would say that much pounding because you see the the dark troopers. You'd they still die. Well, <laughs> well, so what I was gonna say is it would break your neck. Well, what I was gonna say yeah. was that at, later in the episode, they're all held up in the uh, command the bridge the bridge with blast doors, and you see these dark. Troopers just punching the door, denting the door. It's a blast door. It's meant to absorb and deflect explosives. And I understand we're talking about Beskar and it's supposed to be blah, blah, blah. But even if it was just like... It's supposed to be Even blah, if blah, it blah. didn't dent the helmet, he would have a concussion and just internal hemorrhaging in his brain from well, that. I'm saying, like, you saw his body was staying put because this dark trooper was holding his chest plate mm-hmm. and punching his head through a wall yep. his neck would have snapped like I was holding it showing you that I was punching <laughs> looking for the the bottle bottle opener Carl's hiding it from me I was holding it to show how hard the punches were <laughs> cause that needed to be held while you were yeah. doing that yeah I was into it but so yeah Beskar the most overpowered thing in the Star Wars universe Thanos holding the reality stone <laughs> appears takes Beskar no, Thor gets the reality stone, gets Beskar. That's what Stormbreaker is molded from, the Beskar. I wonder if Mjolnir, what is it called? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. I always get this myself. Uh, would have any effect on Norse Beskar. Words. They're impossible. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many consonants are next to each other? Yeah. How many J's are in this word? Yeah. MJ, the sound doesn't exist. Yeah. Mjolnir. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Mjolnir... That's what, Mjolnir versus Beskar. We'll see what happens in he would my, fly, my reboot. But he'd be good. <laughs> he'd be fine. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I I love that uh, 
what we were talking about earlier was Star Wars versus X-Men. Yeah. And I used Thanos to tie it together, ignoring the MCU. <laughs> Just Marvel and X-Men, because X-Men aren't in it yet. Yeah, they haven't been brought into the MCU, but that's because Sony still owns them. No. So, uh, wait, yeah. No, Sony owns them. It was Fox. Fox, Fox. is X-Men. You're Sony right. still owns Spider-Man. Yes. I'm sorry, you're correct. And that's why they're going to keep churning out shitty Venom movies. Yup. Um, we also can't keep... Now they can't use Spider-Man without paying Disney, because Disney now... Mm-hmm. But they can keep churning out shitty Venom movies as much as they want. Yeah. Because they own the Spider-Man... Universe. Yeah. It's its own thing. But... Oh my God, we're getting so far off the track. <laughs> Back to Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> we're stuck in the, in the bridge. Yes. And there's punching going on outside that's denting these blast doors. So this is where all the the dark troopers yeah. they they've they've come back. They have jets on their feet, yeah. so they're able to fly back. Yeah, sure. They took the uh, Iron Man two method. You remove the man inside the armor yeah. and just make drone drone better. Drone better. And that was a better Russian accent than mine. <laughs> and they all fly back to this badass techno dark theme. That mm-hmm. it fits in Star Wars, but it fits with robot troopers for the first time, yep. and which you see in the sequel movie trilogy. Mm-hmm. So that's the connection where you start getting into the uh, first order, and then they're about to bust down. Then they're going to be rescued because again, who's rescuing who in this movie, uh, this show? And this is where there's ten minutes of the show devoted to our five main characters of the episode just standing there, standing staring at a door. Yep. So much staring. It built a lot of tension, though. I do. I felt tense as hell. Yeah. And then you see a lone X-wing fly in. I watched what? Oh yay, we're saved. I watched this with my wife, and I see a lone X X X-wing fall in, and I I I verbally say, "Oh shit!" And she goes, "What is is that a good one?" No, she didn't say that. Fuck, I'm making Katie sound stupid. Uh, (laughs) She said, "Oh shit!" She said, "Oh shit!" What? And I didn't say anything. Cara Dune in the show goes, oh, great, one lone X-Wing. But, like, I thought it looked like a specific X-Wing. And then you see a hooded figure start walking. And I said, no fucking way did they get Mark Hamill. And Katie asked who Mark Hamill plays. And, again, I was silent. (laughs) She doesn't know actors. That's... I don't know. That's like she's not obsessive like I'm obsessive with things. I don't know. Mark Hamill, he's got two characters he always plays. Joker, Joker, and he's always the voice of Joker and the character that yeah. And we're then we're going towards yeah. We're going towards. Uh-huh. See the hooded figure. I say no fucking with the way green they lightsaber. Get, they get that was before this. Oh okay. No fucking way they got Mark Hamill, and then spoiler they did. And that yeah, not. <laughs> Doesn't look like him. Doesn't well, look it's like really him. bad de aging. <laughs> it looks like a, a video game yes. version of him. It's really bad. Yeah. But then the lightsaber lights up, and I say, Luke fucking Skywalker. And he just annihilates all the dark troopers with these. Just murks them. Yeah. Yep. Kills them all. Yep. Saves our main character. Crushes the last one with his force powers, which was kind of cool because you just see it like. But this is the Luke Skywalker everybody wanted for the sequel trilogy. This is the Luke Skywalker yeah. that the books told tales of mm-hmm. that Disney was like, oh, yeah. Not that one. We no. didn't buy those. So we're not going to get 
He's not going to be the guy. Yeah, we can't do that one. This is the Luke Skywalker every Star Wars fan wanted to see after Return of the Jedi. Yep. Just this super powerful Jedi that could mow through the most intimidating threat that not Luke Skywalker could encounter. Yep. My biggest problem with bringing Luke Skywalker into this is now we we keep connecting Star Wars to the Skywalker saga. I get that. I have the same it, problem with that. I in Mandalorian, I loved the fact that it was Star Wars without being Skywalker. And now it's Skywalker. And when we briefly talked about this yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. I raised the point, how else do you just get Grogu yeah. out of the Mandalorian? Well, Skywalker, I mean, it's obviously implied through the episode that Skywalker was brought to save them by Grogu. Like, Grogu yeah. obviously pulled from the Force to try and save because he probably didn't know if he was going to get rescued so he probably would have reached out through the force the only yeah. which was truly just awakened f- in him two episodes ago right so it makes sense yeah and the only uh, the, the only other person yeah <laughs> hand-fisted uh, the only other pr- uh, Jedi out there who probably could have answered it would be Skywalker there's probably no other strong ah- enough Ahsoka said no yeah so yeah we're left with really I mean there's probably like there's Less than 10 mm-hmm. Jedi left in the universe at this point, mm-hmm. or the galaxy, or whatever you want to call it. So, And the only one that's currently starting a Jedi school, which well, is what Grogu needed... He wasn't going to. There's theories that this is the start of the school. Oh. like See, I would like that. Yeah. That would I could sense. see a Jedi Academy show where they the two of them do so, some... So many shows. <laughs> so many shows. You're not wrong. But I'd rather have this than a Cara Dune show, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if, if you're giving me, like, A or B, it's not the meme where the guy's sweating to push the button. Yeah, right? no. This is no, definitely I'm hammering <laughs> the Jedi Academy. But, I get, like, Jedi Academy would be a cool one because you could be like, okay, now we've done a, an episode or two on his, his training, and now the two of them are going around getting younglings. You could do and a you could inter- real good Kylo Ren backstory. Well, that's what that I'm saying. I was about too. to say you could bring in Ben Solo, who obviously is Kylo Ren mm-hmm. later. His real name is Ben Solo, being you know the son of Han Solo, Han Solo and, and Leia. Leia. Yeah, yeah. So that would absolutely be something I would want to watch all day long. Yeah, Kylo Ren. Car- Car- Cara Dune. I, I like. don't care about. No. And to say that to give her a show. I would watch a Bo-Katan show before a Cara Dune show. I think it's going to become a Bo-Katan and... Well, season three is going to be... The two of them. Boba. I'm ready to think about season three. Did you watch the after credit scene? No, I didn't realize there was an after credit scene. Oh, there's an after credit scene. <laughs> oh, season, please tell me. Season three is going to be Boba Fett. It's all about Boba Fett and his yeah. things. Um, then why call it the Mandalorian? Like Now you've changed who the Mandalorian is because no, he's not even a Mandalorian. It's the Mandalorian, the Boba Fett chapters. Uh, it's uh do you want to make another show we just we literally just said they're making a billion shows they are ma- we, well, we talked about it last week i think it will be nice to go to a different mandalorian and give us a, but he's not a, mandalorian. a din Djarin, like break a, a one season break from that and then come back to the new bo-katan din Djarin storyline where uh, Mandalorian Dinjarin, he disarmed Mos- Moff Gideon, mm-hmm. so now he is the rightful heir to the dark saber. Yeah, and because uh, for whatever stupid reason, she can't just take it. 
because they're such a worrying. But even in combat, if you, if you challenge, he oh, I challenge you to a duel. I yield. He did. He yeah. was like, I yield. Here's your lightsaber. She was like, Oh, Muff Gideon's like, No, she knows she can't do that. You can't, yeah, which great. But yeah. let's take a break from that storyline. We'll go to see Boba Fett own Tatooine because the after credit scene it shows Jabba's palace. And you know that weird guy with the tentacle scarf from Jabba's palace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boba Fett rolls up into Jabba's palace, mercs everybody in the building. Tentacle guy is the new Jabba. He's even getting fat like Jabba. And he goes, Oh, I, Boba, I heard many rumors of Boba kills him, cold blood. Doesn't give a fuck. Throws him out of the throne, sits in Jabba's throne, and then cuts to black and it says, Coming December 2021, the Boba Fett chapters. I'm going to push pause on this for a second. All right, we're back. I wanted to check what, what Carl was talking about because, obviously, like I said, I missed the uh, end credits because I forgot Disney. I would like to <laughs> first bring up, I brought it up again, the score to this show is outstanding. Yeah, yeah, him coming down the stairs. and It's the, just, it's, it's good. It's perfect, and yeah. it's menacing when he takes the throne. It's the score, it's, God. But I would so also good. like to say that it, Carl had mentioned that it says the Mandalorian, the Boba Fett chapters. It, it actually doesn't. It, it yeah. just says the Mandalorian chapters. The, the Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I think we talked about it last week that that is going to be its own show. Hmm. I think that's what's going to happen is it's going to do its own thing. The Mandalorian, I think, is going to be Mando and Bo-Katan going to Mandalore. 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 Man- Mandaloria. Mandalorias. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to Mandalore. And she's going to go and reclaim her throne kind of thing. Or there's going to be this tension because he's got the dark saber. I think it's still going to mm-hmm. be existent. They're going to do this. They want to do a Cara Dune. They want to do it's an Ahsoka show. It's, it's going to be a real Jon Snow and Daenerys situation. Oh, absolutely. Because Bo-Katan... Din doesn't want the throne. bo going to have it. But she knows the rightful heir is him. It's very much a Jon Snow oh, Daenerys thing. Yeah. But I get the feeling that it's going to be done better well no they're gonna definitely get dnd to, to direct that one no. season oh my god no please don't let them anywhere near this <laughs> for anybody who's not a game of thrones fans uh dnd being the directors of game of thrones and then once the books ran out they were became oh the writers god. and that's when game of thrones tanked it stayed good for a season and a half after the books ended and then when they're like hey we need to start wrapping this Let's just do stuff. Well, the problem with that is that Disney went to them and said, hey, we're going to mm-hmm. offer you a trilogy of Star Wars. The Star Wars trilogy. And they said, cool, that's great. F this, we're done. And then HBO said, hey, uh, would you like two more seasons and yeah. ten episodes they each? They said no. And they said no. One episode or one season, six episodes. Yep. And they ruined everything. The show. I have never... Yep. Talk, like... We need to talk about this for a brief second. Game <laughs> of Thrones was the biggest thing in pop culture yep. for years. Yep. And then as soon as this, the show ended, everybody said, well, that sucked, and it vanished. Yep. Like, nobody even talks about it anymore. There was a meme that I saw that was, um, someone was like, I've rewatched The Office and all these other shows, and no one talks about how they rewatch uh, Game of Thrones during yeah. covid where you had nothing but time. I rewatched Game of Thrones five times before the show ended. Mm-hmm. I have not watched a single episode since. Yeah, I refused I was to rewatch. Obsessed it with the show until they ended it the way they did. Yeah, and they, they copped it out. They, <laughs> oh my god, to give 
the throne to what's his face? What's the kid's name? Bran. Bran. Bran the Builder. Bran the Builder. No, that was yeah. There was interesting that, Bran story. Bran the was the guy that built the wall. Oh yeah. yeah. Bran the Broken that, is the yeah, name that right. Tyrion gives this Bran. We're gonna name the mo- the king the most one of the best backstory, the best story. He's immortal, so there's that. Sure, why not? Because he's the three eyed raven, right? So there will never be another king or I, whatever. I don't. Even know. Even though they established know. in the season prior that Bran says, "I don't do anything anymore. I don't feel anything. I don't govern anything." Yeah. But what? Oh my god. D.B. Weiss and Dan Benioff. Fuck you. D&D. Not D&D, as in the tabletop gaming system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that can live on. Good on it. Yeah, it's, I, do, it's doing well. I have no problems with it. Nope. No problems. Um, those two guys, D&D, can never have a job again and be fine with that. Fuck you. <laughs> you ruined something I loved. <laughs> you hurt Carl so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so yeah, uh, so much time. In my Boba Fett's gonna have his own show. I I, I swear that's gonna what's gonna happen. And Mandalorian and Bo-Katan are gonna do their thing. We're gonna have two shows. Right, right. But and I, this podcast is gonna be three hours long every week because we're gonna have so many other things. No, uh, they're they're staggering everything. The format that we've done since Mandalorian season two came out, we're probably gonna have to do that format for the rest of time. Well, we also have the Marvel stuff that's coming out too, and they will coincide. We have right. WandaVision coming out. In a couple weeks. Yeah. Which will be our next, like, weekly... And then Captain America, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Whichever they're called. Captain America and the Falcon. But what I'm saying is, like... That's coming out after that. One thing I do appreciate is there are eight episode seasons. Yeah. I'm... like Under an hour each. Yes. This was a long episode. It was 45 minutes. It was long. But it it didn't feel long. It needed the length. The staring at the door, we could have cut five minutes there. But it was to build the tension. Eh, you could have built the tension otherwise. It was better than it was worse. Yes, I would go with that. I would go with that. Um, you, you could lean 52% better. <laughs> it was better than it was worse, though. Uh, one thing I hate, so I used to love the Arrowverse. So I, I never got into the WB-verse. The, what's the Arrowverse is what it's called. Well, they renamed it, yeah. But. Well... So Arrow, uh, Supergirl, all these WBDC shows—they were good, but they're twenty-two episodes each, and mm-hmm. now you have to watch all the shows mm-hmm. because they're so connected. It's just—it's a trek, and if you want to just watch it now, it's impossible because there's so many callbacks and so many connections. That's the reason I could never get into Clone Wars. I just—I don't have time to sit down for twenty-two episodes. Yeah, I thing. get that, but at least Clone Wars is a twenty-two-minute show true very true Arrowverse is an hour every single time my god I spent so much time on Game of Thrones you <laughs> <laughs> still stuck on it because they're an hour long I, I, we're talking I, about length of things yeah. 10 to 12 episodes an hour each yeah my god I mean they, the first season needed to be because the first season of Game of Thrones was the first book and then it was like the second book and then it started to be like half the third book the first season was almost like word for word from absolutely. the books too absolutely which was fine. That's you almost need to rewatch the first season twice in order to just get your mind around the universe that has mm-hmm. been built. Yeah. There's so much information. It in was those a lot first in there. Ten. We'll never get the rest of the books, but yeah, it's fine. No, jo- uh, George R. R. Martin. I almost said Tolkien. I couldn't decide between <laughs> Tolkien and Martin, and I'm like, they both like the double middle names. Yeah, the R. R. Specifically. Yes, the R. R. Yeah. 
But yeah, um, he. I mean, it's been ten plus years since the last book came out. No, he, I guess he came out. It was a little sooner than that. But no, he keeps coming out with uh, lore. Yeah, books. he's yeah. He the most recent book, Fire being, and Blood, came out a year. Ago. Yeah, which is the backstory of the Targaryens. Yeah, which just come out with the winner, dude. Yeah, just come out with your next book. Anyways, digress. Moving on. Yeah, we're done with Mandalorian. Literally, it was the season finale. Yeah, and like you're saying. Uh, I'm leaning to agree with you. 52% lean to agree with you that Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett is going to be its own thing. But I very much believe that they're going to take a break from Mando. Like, we had two seasons of Mando come out within a year and a half. I think it's going to be another year and a half at least before season three comes out. Yeah, they're going to have so much other stuff else. coming out. Yeah, I think they want to do the Ahsoka show. They, mm-hmm. want to, they probably want to do this. I want to see the Ahsoka show too, though. Like yeah, that, that'd be good. And then the Boba... I wanted that show to start before she meets Mando. Like, I want to see what she's been doing. Oh, and then have, like, a crossover-style episode. Yeah, that'd be good. Like, season two is when she runs into Mando. Or, like, episode six of season... Like, establish the Ahsoka show. What she's doing there... I mean, obviously, we saw in the the one episode she's helping out that village, trying to reclaim it and stuff like that. And then they... When uh, Mando gets there, they cleaned it. So she doesn't need to be doing that no more. Yeah, now she's going to go do some other stuff. Yeah. Presumably. <laughs> so maybe she's just going to live there happily ever after. Who knows? <laughs> One season, limited run. Got yeah. it. <laughs> and Rosario Dawson living on Fog Planet. No, no it's going to be Rosario Dawson moving into the governor mansion of uh, New Jersey. Oh, oh my God. She's, you went real world with it. <laughs> you brought her name up. As the actress. It is. I want she's her living on, Booker. I want her living. Sorry, Senator. He's a Senator. He's not a governor. He's Senator. Yeah. Governor could be governor though. Could be. Who knows? Let he's me he's well received, I believe. He got a second. He got it reelected. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I met him. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I ran into him randomly actually, and someone said, "That's Cory Booker." And I walked up to him. I said, "Excuse me, are you Cory Booker?" And he said, "Yes." Do you live in Jersey? I said, "Yes, I do." He said, "Great to meet you. Thanks for your vote." I didn't vote for <laughs> You're like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I I, I, I'm established in PA. I can't even vote in Jersey. That's true. So I'm just like, oh, good to meet you. And then he asked me how my day was going, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I've heard like he's a nice guy. He's a persona. Yeah. He's a guy with a personality. He's yeah. not a robot. Sure. The, the, he hasn't let the senatorship yeah. overcome him. Yeah, which is a lot of politicians do. Yeah. They forget they're human, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, you know, the corporate money's... But... Anyway, different podcast. Um, That's not this one. Yeah, sorry. Um, We're Forty I th- minutes in. <laughs> I think uh, this is a good segue into uh, what we're going to do is our Cory Booker into no, no the Mandalorian. I'm Mandalorian. Just, I'm just messing with you. Our best of worst of 2020. Since the entire this year. Is, this is our uh, last episode of 2020. So we're going to do our best of worst of media. There's construction going on, so if you guys can hear this drilling and shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're we're recording this in Carl's place versus mine, um, and his apartment above him is being uh, renovated. Yes, which they stopped doing two weeks ago, and today they started doing again. <laughs> it was just today they started. Yes. So great! I thought we were safe. <laughs> so Mandalorian, our best of worst of 2020, I think is the perfect segue. Our first award, quote unquote award. Yeah, there's no awards to this. This best, is just us bitching about stuff. Best TV show of 2020. What do you got? Uh, I'm going Witcher. 
And some people will say that it was 2019. The first episode came out in 2019. It was December 16, I believe, of 2019. Uh, I'm going to look at it. I thought it was even later than that. Anyways, I'm still claiming it as 2020. I would. I love Mandalorian, but we covered it to death. Mm-hmm. I and I also December think, 20. So, yeah, I, I, it was like right before Christmas. Yeah. So I'm going to claim it as 2020 because I'll allow it. Most of the season came out in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Uh, except for one episode, uh, maybe two. Um, Netflix. It's just. It's great. Uh, Henry Cavill does an amazing job as Geralt. Henry Cavill as Geralt is. Everything. Yes. He and he has the right inflections. It. Yeah. The other casts are fantastic. Or even just the... Yeah. Like, he does yeah. that a lot. Well, it's also clearly established that Henry Ga- Henry Cavill... Is a fucking nerd. Yes. And a gamer. <laughs> yeah. Like, every so often on Reddit, you'll see him. And he'll be, like, under... There's a subreddit for, like, PC builds. Yeah. He'll post. Like, he's he is a gamer a nerd he's into it yeah, he's we're talking if you nerd. don't know who henry cavill is superman he's superman he is the best superman there so ever was he is shredded yep he spends four hours a day in the gym the other four hours planning his meals and eating and the remaining four hours he's plus gaming sleeping. <laughs> plus sleeping yeah <laughs> everything else is gaming yeah. um yeah he he is definitely all about it so um I'm gonna say Witcher, and I'm I'm excited for season two to come out. I narrowed it down to five. Jesus, because I thought we could like again. The reason that we skipped the banter is because I figured we sure. would, we would talk more here. This is gonna be a long episode. Um, keep, if you're listening, keep listening because Carl has lots to say. Apparently, it's fun. But this is the banter portion. I now. just mess with you. <laughs> um, I have the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. Didn't watch. You it. don't have much to say about that because I didn't watch it. It's. Uh, it whitewashes a lot of uh, Jordan's I know, like, Scotty Pippen, I think, had a problem with it. There was something that came out. It was, like, Scotty Pippen or something like that had a problem with Everywhere it. Everywhere that wasn't Jordan had a problem with <laughs> it. It's like, this it is about Jordan, Jordan, but we were all on the same team. It made so. Jordan look like a god. <laughs> and, I mean... Which is Jordan was okay with, I'm sure. Yeah. Was, did it cover his baseball career at all? Yep. Mm. Yep. Good on it. How it, about the Looney Tunes Space Jam movie? Did, yep. Was it in there? Yep. Ah! Yep. It's worth the, watching. Which they're remaking. It's not a remake. It's a sequel with no. LeBron James. <laughs> yep. LeBron James is an established terrible actor. Although Jordan was terrible in Space Jam. So it makes sense. Um, At least Jordan was himself. Just as far as pop culture is concerned, I'm not saying I think this is the best thing, but I think it had the most influence on pop culture in 2020. Tiger King. Didn't watch it. Another documentary. I'm so bad at watching stuff on TV. Like I just don't have the pe- the attention span for most. Those two are documentaries, yeah. so let's we'll say that. Um, best show that we haven't already talked about, The Outsider. Don't even know that one. Uh, it's based on a Stephen King novel. It's an HBO series. It's eight hour long oh. episodes. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. It's on my stars. things to watch. Yeah. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I'm so far behind. Um, it's so good. Hmm. If you have HBO Go or HBO Max or whatever it is that you need. Max, yeah. Um, like I said, it's eight one-hour episodes. Katie hmm. and I watched it, like, live. And, like, we were checking the night before to, like, see if the episode was on. Mm-hmm. And see if it got released early because it, it wouldn't. But no, we no. just, we wanted to watch it. Like, we were, we were obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. It was... 
Oh, I got another one. Absolutely outstanding. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna stick stick another one that I think was really amazing was HBO was the the uh, the Watchmen series. I didn't watch it. It's I heard great so things. good. Yeah. Um, it picks up several decades basically after the movie, because um, you get Silk Spectre's daughter, who's the, one of the main characters. Isn't Silk Spectre the daughter of the Silk Spectre? Yes. But so it's the. Silk but she. I can't think of the actress who plays her. Who plays her? But uh, basically, she. uh, uh, You talk. I'll look. Yeah, yeah. She knows her parents were superheroes, and she's works for the FBI as an anti-superhero bureau. That's. I like that. Yeah, and um, HBO was going to do multiple seasons of this, but the uh, guy who created what is his name? Jesus, I'm blanking his name. Anyways, the guy who created the the Gibbons. No, the other one. Uh, Alan Moore? Yes. Alan Moore said, I'm not doing this anymore. So HBO said, okay, no more Watchmen series. <laughs> no. When Alan Moore was like, I don't want to do this anymore, everybody's like, yes! Okay, <laughs> let's do some shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it, but uh, it ended well enough so that it doesn't need a second season. Like, it, it can be a standalone season and and show, and it's good. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. What, uh, what's Silk Spectre, Silk Spectre's daughter's... Um, is it Mrs. Crookshanks? I don't think that would no, be. No, that's There's not. There's a ton her. of people in there. Regina King plays a really good character in this. Um, that's her. Lori Blake. Oh. Which is Lori Blake's care daughter. Gene Smart. Yeah, Gene Smart. Played by Gene Smart. You've seen her in things. I don't know the name, but you've seen her in things. I think she plays Pam's mom in The Office. Does she? Nope, nope, nope. I'm wrong. I'm 100% wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like the actress. That, oh, she plays the depression kitty of Big Mouth. Maybe. Because I thought she was. Good. I, think she, I thought she was the daughter of the second Silk Spectre and Night Owl. But maybe she was. Maybe she was the. Silk, the second Silk Spectre. I can't speak on it. I did not watch it. It's been a while. It came out a while ago, but that's my other. I really enjoyed. Um, if Continue. I ha- if I had to narrow it down to one best show of 2020, I I really have to go Mandalorian. Like that. I think it was better than the first season. And, oh, absolutely. And I absolutely loved the first season. Yeah, like the the show is outstanding. I, I the only thing, and I meant to bring it up, and when we talked about the final episode. The only thing about the final episode with Grogu going with Star with Skywalker and just being gone, Starwalker, Starwalker, uh, just being gone, the whole two ep- two seasons is all for naught. The whole is the story. And I understand that, but we got nothing. And there was a great moment between Grogu and um, Din Din Djarin. Din Djarin. Where um, he took his he, he took his helmet it, off. It occurred it was, to him, and you see Grogu wipe the tear away, kind yeah. of thing. Like it was a great moment. I'm not saying it wasn't a great show. That's crazy good character development. Absolutely, it's great show, but it's all for naught because he literally spent the entire season trying to get Grogu to where he needed to be, and he was protecting himself. Like that, and then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you got to go. Which guy to go? But now, what do I do? It made sense though. There's payoff. There was payoff. No, I didn't say it was bad. I just said it. It <laughs> felt like there was, there, it, there, the, they needed something else. And now, I mean, literally, you get, 
them going in this final episode, Pedro Pascal, who's the actor, mm-hmm. says, all I care about is getting Grogu back. Now he literally loses Grogu at the end of the episode. He has nothing. So now he's going to go with but now he's Bo- the, he's the king of Mandalore. Eh, I don't so think he cares about that. No, like, he doesn't. But it, and I don't think that's going to be. I think he's going to do everything he can to get Bo Katan to take this dark saber from him. And gonna, she's just going to look at it and be like, I can't. They're going to write it in such a way that it's going to be a really good story. I wouldn't mind if they made it like a four four episode season and to tell this story. I don't know. What, Bo-Katan? The, the Bo-Katan Din Djarin thing. If they just kept it strictly on that story, no side quests. They're going to get married. He's going to rule. She's going to be the queen. It'd be fine. And Sasha Banks. And then <laughs> she'll be a guard. Yeah. Captain of the guards, if nothing else. I don't know. I Because I Caridun's going to go back to the New Republic and do her thing. So. I, I fully trust that they're going to make the story outstanding, no matter what happens. Yeah. They have to. That's the thing. They've established this amazing story arc and writing and sound and visuals. You can't suck it now. I mean, and you could. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. If history but. tells us you can have six outstanding seasons and then shit out season seven <laughs> and then shit on the shit that was season seven. As a season eight? <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, honestly, one more season of Mandalorian, and let's leave it at that. I'd be, I'd a hundred percent before that. Yeah, just wrap up the Bo-Katan storyline. Keep it at at the top. Let, let, it, let be it be that. Yep. Stop trying to. What's nice is though is that we're not. Other than the child, you don't see the merchandising with mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. as you would with you see most. Some, this is the way stuff, which yeah. is a phrase that hasn't been said since season or episode three of season one. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Well, it's the same like, you know, there's always that th- I do this and I know stuff kind of thing. Yeah. I that, drink and I know things. Yeah. Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. yeah. These, I don't know why these are the exact same show apparently, right. but we keep tying it together like that. So D&D is going to take over writing and directing for Fuck the rest them. of the Mandalorian. Fuck them. I will never watch another episode. <laughs> yes, you will. I will. <laughs> okay. So Continue, sorry. best TV show of 2020, uh, perfect segue into worst TV show of 2020. What do you have? I'm going to go with The Boys. And, and when we talked about it, we said we were going to... I know The Boys came out in 2019, but I'd never seen it until we did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, say 100% oh, for us. The Fucking Boys. And I'm... Janice and I started reading the comic, and the comic is so good. Right. They just butchered the fuck out of it. Well, they probably tried to make it less... Uh, for the lack sh- of a better the- word, rapey? Uh, the comic is way less rapey. Oh, the comic's less rapey. Yes. We need to stop using the word rapey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm 100% into the comic. Um, I bought the first Omnibus, which is like the first 14 comics. Mm-hmm. Um, we just bought the second one. I haven't started reading it yet, but it's 100% better. The character development's better. The, the reason why they're doing things is more succinct, it's makes like more sense. Out. I mean, it's Garth Ennis, so... Garth he's Ennis. A, Darth Ennis. We've established that Garth Ennis, his name is actually Darth Ennis. Yeah. Because he... Because why not? Yeah. That was the first time I made you laugh so hard in the podcast that you <laughs> couldn't talk. When I said, oh, Darth Ennis? And you went, what? And I went, let the information... Or the misinformation <laughs> flow through you. 
probably said it too when you said it too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but it was through waves of laughter. Yep. And that's all I remember. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go. I literally will not watch the second season. I won't even do it for yeah, the pod. I, I, I no cannot. doing it. They fucked that show. And people who say it's amazing. So many people say it's amazing. So the funny thing is there was something on the news was, or whatever. It, it might have been Reddit. I watch so much stupid stuff. Uh, but it was like Barack Obama's favorite shows of the year. And one of them was The Boys. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> Just, I don't care. Like, you screwed the pooch. And I think, I think, I don't know if you'll get a season three. Because it actually didn't get good reviews the second season. All right. And a lot of people were pissed off at the one per week episode, which is... What they did was they released the first half of the season all at once. And Uh, then they released the second half of the season week by week, which is weird. I just I don't understand that. (laughs) Amazon Prime was trying to hold on to something. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Prime doesn't need TV. That's the thing. Is like I I appreciate like getting some old school stuff on there on Amazon Prime to watch, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need its own content. It has so much else. Just let that go. Yeah, just let it do its thing. Okay, so I I respect you choosing a thing, well within what we said. So <laughs> we should have went over the parameters. Uh, this isn't necessarily things. something that came out in 2020. It's what we saw for the first time in 2020. Mm-hmm. So my worst movie of 2020, it came out in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so let's throw that out there. And I made Carl watch it. No, you didn't. Oh, no, it wasn't that? Katie made me watch it. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so I respect your choice of worst show of 2020. However, the worst TV of 2020... And this is undisputable. <laughs> Quibi. <laughs> it's, it's you just mean that billion dollar Quibi. industry that doesn't exist anymore? Yes. That came out this year and failed this year. Yes. The content. Oh, you can watch it on your phone, horizontal or vertically. Because nobody ever wanted to do that. Oh, it's all on your phone. You cannot put this on your TV. It's all on your phone. This is a great business idea. And it was Quibi. like 15 minutes at most. Yeah. Quibi, yep, Quibi, the worst thing of this fucking decade, <laughs> for, as far as TV is concerned. Yep, that's a 2020 creation. <laughs> that's the worst TV of 2020. <laughs> I agree with that. Never watched a damn thing on it because I wasn't nope. paying for that. I'm not paying for that. But whoever sold that idea and bought it is an idiot. Yes. <laughs> whoever sold it was a genius. Whoever bought it was an idiot. Yes. Hey, let's take this thing that nobody's ever asked for. And, and put billions into it. Jam it into people. <laughs> and then people... They, they were expecting 200 million subscribers within the first six months. They got 2 million. <laughs> Idiots. Was also, yeah, like I said, you couldn't put it on TV. There was no app for it to like stream to the TV. Like It was just... It was on phone. Yeah. The, the business model was to... For the... Consumer on consumer the go. Consumer on the go. Which... And then in 2020, the ghost stopped happening. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, had the COVID not happened, would they have more viewership? I'm thinking... No. (laughs) No. Given their subscription numbers, I'd say it would increase 100% from 2 million to 4 million. It sort of fallen off, though. But they were expecting 200 million for it to be successful. So it, it would have still died. That's the other thing about streaming services is there's so many... 
I, yeah, it's, who buys all amount. of them? I could fucking watch Mandalorian on my phone on the train. I don't yeah. need a seven-minute Quibi show. Yeah. This entire season is really an hour long, but it's seven episodes. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> so that's my review of Quibi. <laughs> uh, worst TV show of 2020, perfect segue into worst movie of 2020. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I got the old guard on Netflix. We watched this. And to be fair, we watched this. Hold together. on, hold on. Be fair. I don't watch a lot of movies because I have literally no attention span to sit there and watch a movie for an hour. Well, yeah, so you got two kids and, and a two job. kids and a job. So. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I'm one of those people like I can't sit there and do nothing. And movies require me to do nothing. TV shows I can sit there for thirty minutes to do nothing and then move on yeah. and do something. Yep. So there's plenty of worse out there, but Old Guard just hurt me. Well, because you took the time yes. to sit there and watch this show. I think that's what it was. That might be it. May, I may have like a more favorable memory of the old guard. We watched it together. It was literally you and me sitting on the couch drinking beer together and be like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, just making fun of it as yeah. it was happening. No, I, I'm sorry. I appreciate our hanging out and doing yeah. this. Because generally, we only hang out to do the podcast just because... We're busy. We're busy. Yeah. But we actually, I think we were going to record and then we forgot equipment. I forgot the iPad. Yep. Let's, let's be honest with let's it. I honest. forgot I the iPad. I was going to call you out, but... <laughs> so we just hung out. Yeah. It was great. You know, we we drank some beers. We watched the movie. We made fun of a movie together. Yeah. I had fun. Like, it was a fun yeah. hangout session. Absolutely. The movie was terrible. <laughs> I think that's why I hold the movie to higher sure, light I than I that. do because yeah. it's a better memory. Sure. Um... Worst movie that came out in 2020, uh, Artemis Fowl. Never watched it, but it was on my list. Um, it's also known as Fartemis Bowel. <laughs> the funny thing about Artemis Fowl is it was going to be a you movie. You almost said Bowel. <laughs> it was going to be a movie theater release, and then Disney realized how much shit it was, and they said, okay, we'll just release it on Disney Plus for everybody. Like it's fine. This, this was before. This was before COVID. It wasn't COVID that killed this. No, it, it was supposed to get the theatrical release. COVID was supposed to delay it. And then Disney was like, nah, we're not even going to delay this. Yeah, they, they, they knew what they had. They released it on their original release date with Disney+. Plus. Yeah. That was unheard of. This was the first movie to do that. Yeah. And it's because it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Worst movie I saw for the first time in 2020 you were going to hate this because you love this movie. I hate you already. It's Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it is the worst movie I've I ever seen in my life. I still can't believe this is the first time you've ever seen it was this year. Katie made me watch it. It was from the 70s. It. I said 80s, 70s, whatever. Katie made me watch it. She talked it up. She talked it up. Ah, oh, so good. You Janice is going to hate you now. Janice hates you now. Other people have brought it up. It's like, oh, it's so campy and fun. No, it's it, fucking it's, terrible. Oh, it's terrible, but it's fantastic. No, it's not. Yes. I appreciate good, bad. This was bad, bad. I love Susan Sarandon. I love Tim Curry. Fuck that movie. It also has the mayor from Spin City. It also has Meatloaf. There's Meatloaf in it. Fuck that movie. They did a remake of it. On Fox, you should look it Probably up. Probably even worse. It has Laverne Cox as Dr. Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. It's okay at best. Oh, I'd probably like it more then. Probably. <laughs> if you like it less, I like it more. <laughs> Just automatically. I hate Americans. that movie, man. <sighs> I do love it. I honestly, get it this year, but. It felt like Genesis, we were sitting it. on the couch watching it for 10 hours. That's the thing is, I watched it for the first time when I was in my. 
teens, early teens. And I don't know. I think it's one of those like nostalgia things. Like it's like when you think I about. I can't understand that. It's one of those things. Like if you watch like, so Maddie and I were talking yesterday about in Lizette, we were all talking about um, old TV cartoons and stuff on Cartoon Network mm-hmm. and Nickelodeon, like mm-hmm. sure. uh, Real Monsters, Rugrats, Rugrats, those stuff. Like you watch as an adult, and you're like, this isn't great. Doug is terrible. Yes, I love but Doug as love a kid. him as a kid. And love you're like Doug you have such fandom into it and you're like oh, i love this. this is so much nostalgia and then you're watching you're mm-hmm. like i can't get into this and my him and i was talking about uh, samurai jack and i didn't get into it when i was younger and he loved it when he was younger and he tried he's tried to watch it i've tried watching it because it's on hbo max and it's just it's slow and boring and you're just like this isn't what i want samurai watch. jack is the american take on i mean anybody that's listening to this samurai jack is the american take on japanese anime yes and it's 100% American, but yep. it's 100% Japanese animation. Yes. It's a very unique it's also TV like show. However, it's science fiction and fantasy at the same time. Yeah. it. The concept is outstanding. Absolutely. It's like Dragon Ball Z, but much, much slower and yeah. without the superhuman shit. Yeah. And a little bit of time travel. And smidge of time travel. <laughs> smidge. Yeah. A and pinch. by smidge, we mean uh, all of it. <laughs> a pinch of time travel. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those things like, so that's where you, you don't like Rocky Horror because I think it's your first foray into it. And it's terrible. As an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas like, it's the nostalgia. Songs, they go on for years. <laughs> they just never end. God damn! Touch it, touch it, touch, touch it, 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 Stop. Uh, yep. But there's nostalgia into it. Yeah, your argument is there's a nostalgia thing. Sure. I I don't know, so I can't say yes or no. You just don't. So like I it. say sure. Yep. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about that. <laughs> um, best movie of 2020. The obvious segue. <laughs> um, I've got Uncut Gems, the Adam Sandler movie that has, it probably took a year off of my life because it made me so stressed out. But like the storytelling was outstanding. The acting was outstanding. And just the fact that it made me that stress. Like I felt like I had hundreds of thousands of dollars on these basketball games okay. with him. Like, I completely understood what the character was going through. And I don't... I've never done that. <laughs> so I can't understand that. And then I also have uh, The Gentleman. Although it was a, again, a December 2019 release mm-hmm. by Guy Ritchie. Okay. It's real, real good, though. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Again, I don't watch a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say my best movie of this year. And again, I don't watch movies was probably The Incredible Hulk that we did for the pod. Because again, I don't watch movies. 
I, mean, I liked it. We watched two other movies that were better than that for the pod. But I'd already seen them. Mm. They're the movie I'd never seen before. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, can I segue to the worst movie? And mostly because your favorite movie? We already did worst movie. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a second worst movie because you brought it up. Because your best movie was an Adam Sandler movie. My, my other worst movie was oh. Hubie Who Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, there's there's a theory out there. Uh, Adam Sandler said if Uncut Gems didn't win an Oscar, then he would make the worst movie anybody's ever seen. And Hubie Halloween was the movie that he released after Uncut Gems. That's awesome. So if, Also, Netflix pays him $10 million a movie, and he doesn't give a crap. Yeah, just whatever ideas he has, yeah. churn it out. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Um, On to video games? Oh, video games. Uh, there's one more movie category. Oh. Movie that was supposed to be released in 2020 that will not be released in 2020 that we were really looking forward to. Okay. You don't have any? <laughs> <laughs> Everything got pushed. Yeah. I mean, what movie wasn't pushed? I came up with a list of four that I would have gone to see in the theater probably. Uh, Morbius, The Living Vampire. Oh my god, I forgot about that movie. Yep, that was supposed to be in September, I believe, or October. Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Never saw the first one. Oh, the first one's awesome. I was very much looking forward to the second one. It was supposed to be released the week after the country shut down due to COVID. Mm. So it has still not been released. Mm-hmm. And then uh, James Bond, No Time to Die. Mm. I'm done Although, with James Bond movies. That's, that's been pushed back several hundred times now. Yeah. So James Bond clearly has time to kill before uh, he has no time to die. Uh, uh, <laughs> golf clap. Yep. Uh, I would like to add to that list. Avatar 2 was meant to come out this past weekend. Mm, I'm happy it didn't. I never sold the first one. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> yeah. at best. It, the only reason Avatar is on the list of things that, like people want to watch and have watched of it because it revolutionized uh, 3D movies, which are now dead. Yeah, no one's ever making those again. Yeah, because they're <laughs> for another ten years, and then ten years it'll come out again, and people will be like, "Oh, it's the greatest thing! It's the next thing!" It gives too many people then, headaches. Oh my god, does it ever? Uh, of the four movies that I named. Uh, James Bond is the least likely I would have been excited for. Uh, Morbius, I would have been into. I hate Jared Leto. Yep, but he, I, but so he would be pretty good. Morbius, maybe. Morbius is dropping points just because I hate Jared Leto so much. So well, it's also a Marvel movie, so yeah. Or would have been. It probably still will come out. At some I point. think it's in the Spider Man verse though, so it could it have is. been a so-, so it's a Sony movie, so it could have been absolute shit. Yeah. Well. So no, because <laughs> I'm gonna say Black Widow. Is what I wish had actually sure. come out on time, <clears throat> but I'm I'm saying like Morbius. While yes, it's a Sony movie and could be shit. Um, we also have Spider Man Homecoming and all that with what's his face, and it's great and it's a Sony movie, but it's got Disney's backing, so the two of them work together. So I think Morbius could be okay if Disney gets involved. Yeah. Sony doesn't know how to make movies. Make video games. Don't know how to make movies. Anyways, can we go to video games now? Video games okay. we can do now. Uh, so our best of 2020 is going to be best game that we played for the first time in 2020. Yep. Uh, if I need to choose my best game that came out in 2020, it's the Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
Sure. That I played. Sure. At least. Yeah, for me, it's probably a tie that came out, but obviously not new games. Um, being <sighs> Kings of Amalur, the remastering, which mm-hmm. is not really remastered. But Kurt, Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Well, well he's, not in, he's not involved in doing it by any means. But he was. But he was. Um, they didn't really remaster it, but it's still a fun game, and I still mm-hmm. play it. Um, and also Trials of Mana. They remastered that, and that was actually not a U.S. release when it first came out. It was a Japanese-only release, and they remastered it. it completely remastered it. When did DBZ Kakarot come out? A couple years ago. Oh, okay. I would honestly not put that on my top. I'm enjoying it right now. It's just a fun it, game. It's a fun game. Playing. It's not a great game, but it's the best Dragon Ball Z game we have. Uh, best game that I played for the first time in 2020 that did not come out in 2020 it's uh, either The Witcher 3 or God of War, with God of War winning because that's the best game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> that or Spider-Man are probably the best games I've ever played, ever. But the ge- best game I've played that did not come out this year, but I played this year, that I loved the hell out of, was mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it's because I'm mm-hmm. 250 hours into that game. Yeah. And I wouldn't have if I didn't really freaking enjoy the, fu- the, you know, the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. God of War. I did everything except hunt those stupid fucking owls. Cause I oh, I did all those too. I don't care to do that though. Like that's not fun to me. Everything I else go, was a blast. Yeah, but like, just, for those things, I would just go and like go to an area and be like, okay, let me find all the owls. And if I miss something, I would look it up online. And be like, where's this owl? Okay, there right, it is. Right, right. Like I just to get the collection on it. Yeah, I get that. I platinum trophy to that game. Fucking owls. <laughs> do we even need a worst game in twenty twenty? Like. Video games yes, have so them. long to play. Oh, what do we got? My worst game of 2020 is Doom Eternal. And I hate to say that because I love Doom and I love the series. There's some serious nostalgia in Doom Eternal. And I didn't pay for it. I The game, uh, Xbox Game Pass was doing a Black Friday, like three months of Game Pass for a dollar. Hmm. Oh, I do have a worse game then. Carry on. Um, and... <laughs> So I played it, and I was like, I had high hopes for it. I was like, oh, cool. I was going to get this on, because it came out on Switch and Game Pass. So I was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. let me play it on Game Pass. So I played it. I played it for about four hours one day in the morning. And the first level was fine. I mean, it's hard. I played on normal difficulty, and there's Nightmare and whatever. There's two other difficulties. Nightmare, there. there's Before Christmas. It's got all kinds <laughs> of levels. Uh, so I played it, and, and it, it was like nostalgia of, original doom there's hidden areas there's mm-hmm. stuff to find there's homages in the game and then i got to the second level and i was playing and i got to these two there's two separate spots in the second level where you just get onslaughted by everything that's hard up to that point and you don't kill one of them you kill three of them and then you can only kind of get some more ammo by doing a certain action <laughs> And a little bit of health, doing different action, or and you know we get close to killing it, to beating that the the mm. spawn, and then something would kill me and I have to redo the entire spawn. Yeah, I spent forty five minutes on the first spawn. Fuck that. And then I spent another forty five minutes on the second you. spawn, and I said f this game. I deleted it from my hard drive, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I didn't pay for it. I literally was burning up. I was so mad at this game. Yeah. 
I went and worked out afterwards and I was like Aah! I was just raging no PBs yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> I was so mad I was shaking I literally it took me every bit of me not to throw my controller through my TV and that's the only reason I didn't is because I have enough conscience to be like I pay for this TV I pay for this controller I'm not doing that mm-hmm. so I would say worst game that I played in 2020 would be Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order oh, so that's one of my f- I love that game I'm just, uh, that was last year for me for my birthday in April, my wife Katie gave me a PlayStation 4. Uh, she gave it to me in late March, though, because that was when everything shut down. Sure. And we, at that point in time, we thought the shutdown was going to be like three weeks. And yeah. she was like, hey, this, <laughs> is your, behold. <laughs> this is your birthday present, but I know for the next three weeks, you'll have nothing but time on your hands. So I want you to play this for the next three weeks. Like, it was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold... I've been playing the shit out of that thing for the last nine Have months. Have you beaten Witcher yet? <laughs> no. The game just keeps going. It does. It, I've been focusing on the story, too, mm-hmm. for the last two sessions. I, I looked played. at it for my... Because I have it for PS4 and I have it for the Switch. And I've mm-hmm. looked at it, the characters for my Switch. is like, I should need to get back into this. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those games that, like, if you leave, you feel like you have to restart it. Yeah. Which is hard. Anyway. Continue. I'm sorry. Uh, so she gave me the PlayStation 4. I have played six games on my PS4. Four of them I beat. One of them I 100%ed. That's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. The other one, God of War, I almost 100%ed. I don't give a shit about owls. One of them I'm still playing. That's Witcher 3. And one of them I played for 10 hours and said, fuck this game. I'm sick of it. That was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That's the only game that I started and did not finish this year. So by default, it's going to get that award. Shout out, uh, best game, honorable mention, Animal Crossing. <laughs> I dumped 150 hours into that fucking game on my Switch. I forgot you had a Switch. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even think about it until you started talking about Switch. I'm like, oh yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah, except 150 hours isn't even scratching the surface. The game just goes on. No, there's no scratching the surface of that game. Yeah. It's a game that just never ends. Yeah. But that was right when quarantine started, but sure. before Katie gave me the PS4. Sure. So I just burned through that. I had nothing to do, so I was just playing Animal Crossing nine hours a day, five days a week. <laughs> While she was at work working. Yeah. She had to keep going. She's, uh, she's essential. Yeah. I mean, you're essential too, but... No, she's more essential than I am. Essential to the point you have to go to the office very often. Yeah. No, I get it. Uh. So, yeah. Um... We have one more award, I think. We do. Directors who don't need to keep keeping. Director who needs to stop. <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with what's-his-face who just did uh, Monster Hunter. Paul W.S. Anderson? Yep. But then how will Mila Kulovich, uh, whatever her name is. Yeah. How will she find work? I don't know. How will know. she keep having jobs? That's fine. I don't care. She sucks. Okay, let's see what he came out with. In 2020. Uh, w- yep, great. <laughs> um, in order, Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Here are the young men. Sure. And that was his 2020 or 2019. He had nothing in 2019. Um, mine's going to be a much bigger <laughs> director. <laughs> oh, shit. He's a producer on one of the movies I really wanted to see. 
but he's not the director. <laughs> he needs to stop directing. Michael Bay. <laughs> stop it. To be fair, what has he done lately? Six Underground. A what? It's a direct-to-Netflix Ryan Reynolds starring movie. Oh, It's a yeah. heist movie that. that's an hour and a half long. And the first hour of it is building the team. Uh, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the Purge that. TV series. Didn't know that was a TV series. And Songbird, which I've never heard of. And then A Quiet Place Part 2, he is a producer on. But that is a John Krasinski written and directed movie. So Michael Bay is just kind of there to... Funnel some money and... Blow a bus up or some shit that he fucking does. Nah, he probably got the show sold to Amazon or whatever what? Were you listening to what I said? Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something about blowing buses up? What? It, it, he was a producer on Quiet Place Part 2, which is a John Krasinski written and directed movie. I know. So I'm assuming he's a producer because they needed him to blow a bus up. Well, and I said he probably shit. went and sold the, the idea to whatever studio made it. Said, a Quiet Place was a success rapid success wild success it doesn't mean it doesn't require somebody it's the same thing like gremlins last week when we talked about it's it they enough. needed steven spielberg to sell the idea to the studio but anyway that's what a producer's for to sell the idea michael bay make money fuck off stop it <laughs> and paul ws anderson likewise stop it <laughs> and fuck off speaking of stopping things this podcast is running a little long <laughs> <laughs> Same for glorious segue. Does that mean we win our own award of like podcast that doesn't need to keep going on forever? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you thinking about it though. Yeah, there are other podcasts. <laughs> there are other podcasts. <laughs> Anywho, next week we're going to do Wonder Woman 84 because it comes out on Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, enjoy this double header. Like, I know there there's a, a faction of our fan base that doesn't enjoy the watch-alongs, but enjoys the podcast. And there's Invite a faction versa. that enjoys the watch-alongs, but not the podcast. So yeah. for Christmas, we're we'll doing give a you a tour. Header. Tour, twofer. One of each. Because we said we were going to watch the 1970-whatever's Star Wars holiday special, because Carl and I have neither watched it. Yep. We're going to watch along, and we are well aware this and thing it, is crap. I, I would like to read my cousin John watch this and sent me his review and this is worth being read i'm attempting to watch the star wars holiday special attempting do you finish who's to say <laughs> 10 minutes later he sends me i'm warning you as someone who cares about you <laughs> this is the most off the wall cringeworthy uncomfortable god-awful thing i've ever watched 10 minutes later i am currently questioning and you are going to question your sanity on the plus side, it's the first iteration of Boba Fett. Good. He's a bumbling buffoon, I Probably assume. Probably. <laughs> well, so is Mark Hamill, but he's in this. Yeah. So, uh, if you enjoy both, stay tuned for that. Or not really stay tuned, just watch, listen to the next one. Yeah, episode. just keep going. <laughs> just listen to the next episode, it's going to come out. If not, hope you enjoy this. This was essentially just an entirely off-the-wall episode, with the exception of our 20-minute Mando review. Yeah. Everything else of that was just us kind of talking, giving talking about talking Stuff. awards, talking, more talking. Anyway, we love was there talking some involved? Talking? There was some talking involved. Top topics involved. <laughs>
talking about topics. Taco picks. You think we're drunk? I know. I've had two beers, and I'm talking like a fucking ass. Anyway. Wow. Cussing. Gotta cut that cussing out. Anyways. Yep. Next time. Oh, Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> <laughs>